I am an affiliated researcher at Tilburg University. I am currently working on climate law and urban resilience. On today's FSR Energy Law and Policy podcast, we will host Dr. Leonie Raines. Dr. Raines is an assistant professor at Tilburg, Univers- Tilburg Institute for Law, Technology and Society, TILT at Tilburg University in the Netherlands. Leonie obtained her PhD from KU Leeuwen, Belgium. Leonie's research focuses on the intersections of energy and environmental law. She is particularly interested in the regulation of new technologies that are capable of mitigating or providing means of adaptation to global problems such as climate change and the associated risks and uncertainty that manifest themselves at local level. The title of this podcast features the principle of energy solidarity and the term FDI screening. At first sight, these two items may appear completely unrelated. Could you please explain how, in your view, these terms are linked? Thank you very much, Angela, for this introduction. Uh, First of all, I would also like to thank uh, Dr. Kaiser Huta and the FSR team for the invitation to appear on this podcast series and discuss these issues with your listeners. And indeed, 2019 was characterized by what I consider to be two interesting developments that might shed light on the future development of EU energy law and policy. In the first place, this is the interpretation of the principle of energy solidarity by the General Court. And in the second place, the adoption of the EU's foreign direct investment or FDI screening regulation. As a large part uh, of the audience of the FSR Energy Law and Podcast Series will know, Article 1941 of the TFEU contains a reference to a spirit of solidarity between member states, which shall underpin the formation of an EU energy policy. In the judgment of uh, 10 September 2019, the General Court in case T88316, or to um, con- uh, referred to as Commission um, versus Poland, or more generally known as the Opaya case, um, the General Court interpreted this principle as imposing a duty on a member state to conduct an impact assessment. In the Dutch, in the judgment, this is phrased as to take into account the interests of other actors when it comes to the exemptions under the Third Gas Directive. Second. The FDI screening regulation, which was adopted on 5 March um, 2019 and is applicable as of October 2020, establishes a framework for the screening of uh, direct investment into the EU. It includes the energy sector and thereby imposes notification, monitoring and reporting obligations on member states. Importantly, the EU FDI screening regulation provides for an elaborate cooperation cooperation mechanism between the EU member states and the European Commission. At the moment, 14 EU member states operate FDI screening mechanisms, and these mechanisms vary very widely in their scope and design. 13 of the existing FDI screening laws in the member states are applicable to the energy sector. Whilst every mechanism has its own specificities, hence also the need for an FDI screening regulation, Certain common characteristics can be identified mostly in terms of organization and powers conferred upon the screening mechanism. 
Typically, the screening process starts with an investment by the relevant authorities. This process is triggered by a notification of the relevant investors as to whether the contemplated investment is covered by the screening mechanism in question. Thereafter, the competent authority, which is usually the Ministry of um, Economic Affairs, will start an in-depth investigation to assess the potential risks. In light of this, my hypothesis is, is uh, in that both the judgment in the Opal case as well as the enactment of the FDI screening regulation can be seen as a further incremental, incremental and maybe indirect steps towards the integration um, and creation of the EU energy law and policy. Thank you. Uh, let's start with the Opal case. Could you explain in a bit more detail how the principle of energy solidarity played a role? Um, perhaps it is useful to provide a bit of background information, actually. Um, the Opal case, uh, the Opal pipeline connects the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to the existing pipeline grid in Middle and Western Europe. In 2019, the Commission instructed the German regulatory authority the Bundesnetzagentur, um, to modify its decisions to exempt the capacities for cross-border transmission of the planned Opal pipeline from the application of the rules of third-party access and tariff regulation as laid down in the gas directive. I will not go into go, I will not go into much detail here, but in essence, in 2016, Germany modified the exemption decision in response to which Poland applied to the General Court to seek annulment of that decision. Poland said, um, amongst others, that it infringed the principles of energy security and energy solidarity. Um, Poland um, argued in this case, and here I cite, um, that um, the principle um, obliges the member states and the union institutions to implement the union's energy policy in a spirit of solidarity. In particular, the measures of the union institutions that undermine the energy security of certain regions or member states, including the security of supply of gas, would be contrary to the principle of energy solidarity. The citation ends here. Um, the Commission, on the other hand, disagreed with the interpretation and argued that, and I cite again, that in essence the principle of solidarity between the member states is addressed to the legislator, and not the administration applying the, energy, uh, the legislation, and on the other hand, only concerned situations of crisis of supply um, or the functioning of the internal gas market. Whereas the gas directive allows down principles related to the normal functioning of this market. In any event, uh, the, according to the Commission, the criterion of improving the security of supply could be regarded as taking into account the concept of energy um, solidarity. And finally, um, the Commission um, notes that the Nord Stream 1 pipeline is a recognized project of common interest and that the fact that, con that the contested decision may make it possible to increase the use of such infrastructure is actually in accordance with common European interests. And the citation ends um, here as well. So interestingly, however, the general court disagreed with the European Commission and had that, um, and I cite again, the principle of solidarity includes rights and obligations for both union and the member states. And um, it's 
states uh, that the principle of energy solidarity cannot be limited to extraordinary circumstances. On contrary, actually, the court stated that uh, the principle of solidarity entails a general obligation on the part of the union and the member states to take into account the interests of other actors. This, in turn, can, in my view, be seen as a finding that may have broader implications beyond that of the Opal case. Indeed, um, it imposes a duty on member states to consider the interests of other member states in terms of their energy security when grant granting approval for new energy-related infrastructure. This may, in some instances, go beyond um, what member states had initially foreseen. Actually, I think it's also important to note that Germany has appealed the judgment, um, claiming in essence that the principle of energy solidarity is not a legal criterion and does not impose, an, impose on executive bodies an obligation to act. Um, yeah, in this regard, uh, Germany's application provides that um, the principle, the primary law principle of energy solidarity cannot give rise to specific rights and obligations for the European Union and or its member states. And I cite actually, in particular, no obligation flows from the abstract guiding principle for executive bodies, such a verification of obligations on the European Commission as part of the decision making. Further, Germany puts forward that on account of its abstract and indeterminable nature, the concept of energy solidarity is not justiciable. Um, as alternative grounds of appeal, Germany submitted that the principle of energy solidarity was not applicable or alternatively, and this is the same line of argumentation as used in the first place, the Commission did in fact take the principle in, into account and that there was no obligation to refer to the principle expressively in this uh, decision. Um, It will take at least until the second half of 2020, if not longer, before a judgment by the court can actually be expected in this regard. Thank you. The principle of energy solidarity is not explicitly mentioned in respect of the EU's FDI screening regulation. How do you, nonetheless, tie the cooperation mechanism established by the regulation to the idea of a closer energy union? Actually, under Article 6 and 7 of the regulation, member states, um, other than the one in which an FDI is scheduled to take place, um, may provide comments to the latter member state. And if um, they consider that the FDI is likely to affect their national security or public order, and if they have relevant information regarding to this particular investment or whenever the member state in which the investment is scheduled to take place requests this. Moreover, um, under the provisions of Article 6 to 8 of the regulation, there is an enhanced role for the European Commission. In particular, the Commission may provide an opinion to the EU member state in which the FDAI is um, planned when five conditions are fulfilled. The first condition is that if the Commission considers that the FDI is likely to affect security of public order in more than one member state, secondly, if it has relevant information regarding to this FDI, quite logically actually, um, following comments from other member states at the request of the member states in which the FDI is planned, 
And this is of particular relevance for the energy sector in relation to projects of common um, interests, so PCIs. In addition, as part of the cooperation mechanism, the provisions of the regulation lay down detailed reporting information ex and exchange obligations, as I have already mentioned. Importantly, however, even though the comments and opinions are not binding on the EU member state in which the FDI is taking place, these member states must nonetheless take, and this is a citation, utmost account of a European Union opinion relating to PCIs and justify um, any decision not to follow that opinion. And, sir, and further, and I said, due consideration to other member states' comments and the Commission's opinions in other cases. So in both instances, the EU member states must have measures available under its national law or in its broader policy making to give the required due consideration or to take at most account in line with the duty of sincere cooperation under Article 4.3. So this in turn points towards an element of a centralization of an EU FDI screening, in particular in the energy sector, which is closely linked to the idea of energy solidarity between member states. You mentioned PCIs, or projects of common interest. Could you explain how these are relevant in respect of the FDI screening regulation? Yes, of course. Um, indeed, in case a development is of specific relevance for the energy so sector, the European Commission has obtained the right to intervene in case of an FDI that would affect projects under um, union interests, so-called PCIs. Of crucial importance for the energy sector is the fact that PCIs are defined in Article 8.3 of the regulation as those projects and programs which involve, and um, I would like to stress, a substantial amount or a significant share of union funding or, or which are covered by union law regarding critical infrastructure, critical technologies or critical inputs that are essential for security or public order. In addition, a number of PCAs are explicitly listed in Annex 2 to the FDI screening regulation, including trans-European networks for energy, better known perhaps as 10E projects um, to the listeners. Uh, the aim of PCIs is always to, to help the EU achieve its energy policy and climate growth. Firstly, of course, affordable, secure and sustainable energy for all citizens. And secondly, the long-term decarbonization of the economy in accordance with the Paris Agreement. Actually, the European Commission's fourth list of PCIs in context of the 10E regulation was just published um, in October 2019 and includes no less than 151 projects. Amongst them were actually 102 electricity transmission and storage projects, six smart grid development projects, 32 gas-related projects, and six oil projects, and five cross-border carbon dioxide networks or CO2 networks. Um, in this regard, it might be interesting to note that a project might be designed as a PDI if it first of all has an um, significant impact on the energy market and market integration in at least two EU countries. It boosts competition on energy market and if it helps the EU's energy security by diversifying sources as well as by contributing to the EU's climate and energy goals by integrating um, renewables. 
Thus, in these cases, the Commission has obtained the right to intervene in the planned investment decisions. Leonie, thank you. Do you have any concluding thoughts on this very critical issue? Uh, well, I hope that the listeners found our conversation meaningful and useful. Thank you to Liu and Angela as well. I hope that I have been able to bring across how EU law, even if it's not directly aimed at the energy sector, such as the FDI screening regulation, um, may bring about a closer energy union by means of cooperation and coordination between mechanisms between member states. Similarly, um, the interpretation given to the principle of energy solidarity by the General Court may also serve as a starting point for member states to seek more closer cooperation and communication in the field of energy security. Although it remains perhaps illusionary to think um, that the interests of all member states in the field of energy can be aligned simultaneously. So this is it for me. Thank you very much, Angela. Thank you. And thank you. you for listening. <laughs>